0: Hey everybody, welcome to Season 5, a brand new season, I think this is episode 23, but episode 1 of Season 5 of Destiny Midweek, I'm Mark, I I am Mark, and I'm here with Matt. Hey, hey Mark, hey, Matt. see you today? It's great to see you. Did you you ever
1: think we'd make it to Season 5 when we started off on this journey? I really didn't. Did you ever think Season 5 would come so quickly? No. (laughs) we're not even into one year right but we got short seasons it's like a show that has four season episodes yeah four episode seasons i mean
0: we're in 23 so it's about four four ish 4.2 i feel like there's just been a couple like really short seasons maybe two or three episodes
1: that's bending the curve a little bit yeah well we kind of have that in between season four but anyway season five season five here we are Man, it feels great to be alive in season five in 2020, in in 2020. How are you doing today? Doing doing well. Things are going great here at the church. Been super busy working for the Lord. Amen. And just ran up the hill. Okay, a few minutes ago, so I'm still trying to catch my breath. Yeah, it's 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 a walk. It can be a, a little cardio. Mm-hmm. So,
0: what about you, man? That's good. Yeah, went I went to the, to the went to the rodeo this morning. Wow. I
1: I thought I smelled something.
0: Yeah. It was cold and wet and a little drizzly.
1: Perfect rodeo weather. Oh, yeah.
0: It was great. So It was was busy. Did you go by yourself? No, I took the family. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, we had a good time. They got to pet some animals, ride some rides, and uh, eat some free samples.
1: That's great. So, good time. Did you ride the mechanical bull? No. Okay. I didn't. They right.
0: had these two Longhorns though, like real Longhorns, and it was just really
1: something else. Like how long their horns were. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I was. It, they were right at the be right at the front, and I think that was the girl's favorite part. Of the whole thing was just seeing those. And
1: were they taking the tickets? No. Okay.
0: But they had a guy there that was at like you could ask him questions. He was uh, like, "Here, I'm here to tell you all about Longhorns. So anything you want to know, just ask." Did you see any Clydesdales? N- no, but I did. There was a big one, a big horse, and uh, he had furry feet. But I don't think he was a Clydesdale. Okay, his name was Tiny. That's funny. But he he sure wasn't tiny. I love the
1: Clydesdales. They're just so huge. Yeah, it's like they're majestic. Hilariously huge. Yeah, it's it's like you feel like you got shrunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So we had a good time. That's great. And uh, wow, it was cold though. Yeah, no, that
1: was cold. Well, bundle up.
0: Yeah, and I was—I was telling Carrie—just runs cold in general. I mean, once it gets down to seventy degrees outside, she has to have a sweater
1: on or something. Yeah, I noticed that. At a, we had a birthday party at my house the other night, and she kept going around shutting the windows. Yeah, and I kept <laughs> going around reopening them when she wasn't looking, because
0: yeah. I was hot. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but, but uh, I was just like, "This is the this is the last time you're going to be cold." Outside, like really cold, until November probably, maybe December. I mean, it could be so, a whole year, right? You know. So enjoy it. Yeah, soak it up. Suck it up. That's great, Buttercup. That's great. So we had a good time. Good, wonderful. Uh, thanks for letting me take some time off. You know, appreciate it. Okay, so we had a new series kicking off. Brand new. Brand new. Brand spanking new Book of Acts. Yeah, I yeah. like. I like how the Bible are the Bible that I have. It says the Acts of the Apostles.
1: Yeah, mine too. But no one ever says that. Well, right. And then I, in my message, I explained why it even shouldn't be called that. Right. I thought that was interesting.
0: <laughs> Pretty much saying that the name of the book of the Bible is wrong. Well, but.
1: that that's, that's an unofficial name. I see. I mean, all the names are unofficial. But anyway, I think calling it the Acts of the Apostles gives you the idea that it's the Apostles' Who are, who are doing everything, and it's really the Holy Spirit or the Lord Jesus yeah. working through his spirit.
0: Which goes into your point number one.
1: I had three points on Sunday. Point number one, it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Every, That's right. Everything that Jesus began to do and teach was the book of Luke, mm-hmm. and the book of Acts is everything that he continues right. to do through his spirit and church. I also thought it was cool how you
0: pointed out that Luke wrote the majority or most of the New Testament. He wrote more of the, the New Testament
1: the, right. than anybody else. It's a little factoid yeah, for your Bible as far More as, verses right, of the more Bible. More verses. Yeah. Length. Of, of the New Testament. Yeah. So people always say, you know, Paul wrote the Paul. majority of the New Testament. I mean, you've said that multiple times. Have I? Yeah, I I so. don't think so. Mm, at least one time. He wrote a lot of it. I mean it depends on by what standard you're measuring. Yes. If you're measuring by the majority of books, definitely Paul.
0: I feel like I clearly remember you
1: saying Paul wrote the majority of the New Testament. I I may have said that, but I know that he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So it it could be by what standard I was measuring. Right. Well so, what's what's really uh, interesting uh-huh. since we're on the dig here. Oh yeah. And we're just digging deeper. At destiny Men Week, luke ends up joining paul as one of his companions and traveling with him on his second missionary journey and the the language in acts at some point i'm, I'm not exactly I've, i can't remember off the top of my head where it switches but it, it switches from third person to second person which is he switches from talking about they mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. theirs to us we ours and it's because he has now joined paul And is traveling around with him now, which shows, depending on when he wrote Luke and Acts, it's very possible that he wrote Luke even after he had started traveling with Paul Mm -hmm. and then just continued to write Acts. But what's interesting is Paul obviously had a huge impact on Luke as Luke traveled around with him. So even though Paul did not write Luke or Acts, he certainly had an influence over Luke okay,
0: who authored those books. So outside of Jesus, would you say Paul was the most influential person in the New Testament?
1: The, I, I rank it in, in the history of the world. Okay. In the history of the world. So without a doubt, the most influential person ever to live is the Lord Jesus, beyond a shadow of a doubt, Right. The second most influential person who's ever lived would be Adam, I think. Why is that? Well, because we're all in sin because of him and we all come from him. Okay. And so he affects the world in that way. The third, I would argue, is it's a toss up. The third and fourth is a toss up for me. It's either Paul Mm -hmm. or Abraham. It's either Paul or Abraham. The, The whole world is still in turmoil because of abraham fathering a son with a slave girl Mm -hmm. he continues to influence the world to this day but i think that you can make the argument that paul's writing and and christianity in general has had a greater impact on the world than abraham i think you can make that argument even though christianity came through abraham Mm -hmm. obviously Mm -hmm. paul's writings his mind his mind Mm -hmm has had more of an influence on culture, Western society for the last 2,000 years for sure than anybody else other than Jesus Christ. So,
0: Do you think Paul needed Luke along with him because of the thorn in his side?
1: A doctor his to... Physical ailment? Constantly looked after, look after his thorn in the flesh. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know what Paul's thorn in the flesh was, but we know he was beaten multiple yeah. times, shipwrecked multiple times, thrown in jail. Multiple times bitten by a snake. <laughs> yeah, the guy needed a doctor. At some point, he's probably like, "Let's let's get Luke over here with me. Let's get a doctor on this. uh the one with the first aid kit. This adventure. Exactly. Someone who knows some CPR who can help out.
0: Yeah. So you had three
1: points. I did. Yeah.
0: First one. It's all about Jesus. So you wish it was called the Acts, the continuing
1: acts of Jesus well, Christ. You know. I, I mean, you you gotta you you gotta. When you're communicating, you got to find something somewhat provocative mm-hmm. to to make people think. Mm-hmm. Do I really wish it was called something else? I don't really care, but it. it I, I just wanted people to understand and and to see that in the text that he he doesn't say in my first book it was all that Jesus did, mm-hmm. but he puts that word began in there, mm-hmm. which is is so awesome, right? Right? I mean, it's just such an amazing thought. But if you're not looking and paying attention, so, you know, we're going through it. I said, hey, look at this word began, which means that Jesus is still working. Still, Jesus still is still doing. doing his stuff.
0: And then point number two was waiting is part of the Christian
1: life. Yeah. And you almost left that out, you said. I did. Yeah, almost. almost, I'm, I tried to take it out. I had a lot of other stuff I wanted to get to that I couldn't get to. And I knew that if I included that, I probably wouldn't be able to get to where I wanted to go. But praying seeking the lord trying to be sensitive just kind of kept feeling the lord tap the brakes and say to keep that in so i did
0: feel like it was worth it
1: i think so that's good yeah i think so so i I hope so i tried to do the right thing but you end up spending most of your time on that point you know it's funny how it goes that it is that the way it goes sometimes
0: and then point number three was kind of two points like a like a point here and Another point, but, yeah, but not two I, points. I don't like the like don't, an A and B. Four points, you know, that just seems like. Yeah, four is kind of a weird, like if you're going to do four, why not do five? Right. So you don't need to have all the answers to be used by God, but you do need the power of the Holy Spirit. It was really good.
1: Thank you. I mean, that's what it says here. Yeah. You know, Well I was power power. Telling the, the Bible, it's really good. It yes, yeah, so that's what I thought you meant.
0: So we can we can we can get into a little this a little bit of this later, but I'm curious to hear what,
1: what you left out. Yeah, okay. Um I I guarantee you I'm I'm I'd be willing to wager that what I'm about to tell and share, nobody listening has ever heard this before. Man. This is
0: this is this is what you bring out on a season premiere
1: <laughs> right here. This is why we do the podcast. That's right. Because I need a venue to get this stuff out, even though I couldn't cram it into my message on Sunday. I ran out of time. Yeah. Do you have a Bible? No. Can you pull up Can you pull up on your... Uh, there's a library up on here your, with probably a thousand oh, bottles, yeah. but
0: I'll, I'll pull it oh, up yeah. on pull my up, phone. Pull up
1: Acts chapter one and read the end of it. So I, I had some stuff to share at the end. The end of what you are reading or the very end of Acts no. 1? Uh, verses, uh, let's see, 9
0: through 11. All right. And when he said, and when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will
1: come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. So I wanted to share some things about this final scene Mm -hmm. of Jesus ascending into heaven. And I wanted to finish by saying that we need to be ready for the return of Christ, not by staring into heaven, waiting for Jesus to come back, but we stay ready for Christ's return by doing what he told us to do, by being witnesses, by being hard at work, spreading the gospel so that others can share in, in God's kingdom. And so he, he's saying, don't just stand around looking into heaven, waiting. The way that you wait is that you work for the Lord. I wanted to finish with that. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have time. But before I even got to that, I wanted to share about the cloud, Mm. the cloud. Now we, let's hear it. We all live in the cloud these days. Oh yeah. We're in the iCloud right? or the Microsoft cloud, the Google cloud, the Google cloud, the Amazon cloud, lots of clouds. There's all these clouds out there. So many clouds, but it has nothing to do with that. But do you know what clouds stand for in the Bible? The presence of God, the presence of God. More specifically, the glory of God, the glory of God. God. Now, that's not something new. That's not the new piece. That's not the thing that no one's ever heard before. But I was going to talk about how the cloud went before the Israelites in the wilderness, Mm -hmm. how the cloud would hover over the the tent of meeting, Mm -hmm. the Holy of Holies when Moses would go in there, how when Solomon dedicated the temple... The, the the cloud of god's glory filled the temple so that the priests couldn't even stand the cloud was so weighty the manifest presence and glory of God mm-hmm. that it put the priests on their faces when when solomon right. dedicated the temple and so it is a picture of God's glory real and, quick yeah. do you think that's why we have smoke machines in church in church absolutely <laughs> it's very biblical we don't right. have we don't have a smoke machine in right. destiny but Not anymore if if we were to get one, that'd be why we have a proof text. Mm-hmm. So, sorry to cut you off there. Right, and and there were there are those people who would say, well, if the presence of God was really here, that we wouldn't need smoke machines. We could, He would really just show up in a cloud. Yeah, there were some anyway. So, it's God, you know, Jesus going up into heaven is one thing. Him going up in a cloud is pointing back to the glory of God. And what we see here is that Jesus is ascending to the right hand of the father who is in heaven and God's glory comes and carries him into heaven. But did you know that the prophet Daniel saw a vision of this very event? No, no, you didn't. That's the thing that I bet nobody knew. Let's hear it. And so do you want to read it? Sure. Daniel chapter seven, verse nine and 10 Daniel chapter 7, verse 9 and 10. It sets the stage. All right. Here we go. As I looked,
0: thrones were placed, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. That's God the Father. Mm. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames. Its wheels were burning fire. A stream of fire issued and came out from before him. A thousand thousands served him and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him the court sat in judgment and the books were opened
1: so that sets the picture Mm -hmm. that sets the stage god the father ruling and reigning on his throne this glorious ancient of days on a on a throne of fire and it has wheels i guess so he can get around that are also fire yeah and then skip down to verse 13 and 14 That's such a cool name, Ancient of Days. Be a cool name for a band
0: or something. 13 and 14. I saw in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, there came one like a son of man. And he came to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed.
1: And so Daniel saw this vision of this moment of the son of man being brought up to the ancient of days in heaven mm-hmm. seated at his right hand with a cloud. With a cloud and given glory and honor and dominion and power over all kingdoms, over all peoples, over all nations, an everlasting kingdom that will never fade away or be destroyed. And I, I wanted to I wanted to crescendo on that point. Mm-hmm. And now we're commissioned by the Lord Jesus and how he says in Matthew 28, go into all the world and preach the gospel. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me and that Jesus's favorite, title for himself he always referred to himself as the son of man mm-hmm. not speaking of his humanity but speaking of this vision the, the the son of man that daniel saw ascending to the throne of god in a cloud receiving dominion that, i mean jesus used that of himself dozens of times mm-hmm. calling himself the son of man And so there's these people who always say, well, Jesus didn't claim to be this and Jesus didn't claim to be that. He claimed to be this guy Mm -hmm. who would go up in a cloud and be seated at the right hand of the father and be given all authority, all power, all dominion. And that's kind of a big deal, kind of a big claim. Oh, yeah. And I just ran out of time. So I just had to wrap it up without getting into all of that. Man, but I never heard that. I, I don't think most people have. Or that they know that, Dan- I mean, th- this is that moment that right. Daniel is seeing. He's yeah. seeing this. Yeah. This moment. I just think that's so cool. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think, you, like, in the past, when I would read that, I'm like, okay, yeah, Jesus is now up in heaven with the Father kind of thing. But I never thought of connecting them. That, that
1: moment. moment. It's this moment. That's cool. Where he came from heaven, from earth to heaven. And you know he came from from heaven to earth in in humiliation right being born to a single mom ish into poverty into a barn no room for him anywhere his first crib was a a trough a feeding trough and he went from being god in glory to being hum, you know humiliated in human flesh and after the cross and after his victory and after his suffering he now returns to heaven, not in humiliation, but in glory mm-hmm. and in power. And I, I wanted to I wanted to give people a picture of that. Yeah. Of of the God that we serve and just who it is that we're being witnesses for and the power that we have through his spirit, as he is now seated at the right hand of the Father, and it's now the Father and the Son who together send their spirit and baptize the church. So that we are clothed with their power. But you've only got X amount of minutes. That's why you gotta That's why subscribe you gotta tune in. to
0: Destiny Midweek. Destiny Midweek. So
1: get that director's cut. Yeah. So That's I, cool. Yeah. I I I bet most people do not know about this prophecy in Daniel or they just haven't connected it to mm-hmm, this this actu it, it actually is a moment in time that has happened. And the cloud and the ascension puts it all together.
0: Do you think there were multiple people uh, outside of the disciples when Jesus
1: ascended to heaven? Yeah. Yes, I do. And I think it's Matthew chapter 28. Let me flip back there real quick. This is another verse that just blows my mind. It says, now when the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them, And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted and Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth. So this says the 11 went to Galilee to the mountain. I, I have to think that there's more than 11 there, but it's, you know, specifically mentioning that it's the 11 there, but the fact that it says that some doubted Mm -hmm. that some worshiped and some doubted. So it says, and when they saw, so speaking the 11, when they saw him, they worshiped him. So the disciples are worshiping, and then it says some doubted. And so I think the some that doubted was probably more than the 11 mm-hmm. before Jesus' ascends. But just the fact that you could see with your own eyes the risen Christ, who you saw crucified, you who know, you know he was dead, and he bears on his body the marks of his crucifixion, and he's, he's clearly alive, mm-hmm. clearly not dead anymore. And you still have doubts. You still are like, I don't know about this Jesus guy. Mm-hmm. That, that just blows my mind. right? And I've talked with so many people who have issues with Christianity and faith. And they say things like, well, if Jesus would just appear to me, if I could, if I could see him for myself, then I wouldn't have any. I, I would know for sure. Or I've heard other people say, if God is real, why doesn't He just show up and tell everybody? Right. Then we would all know and believe. And actually, no, you wouldn't. Because it's it's faith mm-hmm. that matters. And that, that people who even saw the risen Christ didn't have faith. They still doubt it. And so there's that there there you there's always the element of faith. We're justified by grace through faith. Abraham believed God, it was counted to him as righteousness, that there's always that element of faith you, you even with seeing the, the risen Christ, that your heart still has to make the leap mm-hmm. of faith. So I think there were other people there in that moment to answer that's a really long way to answer yeah. that very short question. Cool. I could have just said yes. So I really
0: thought towards the end, when you were just talking about dunamis power. Yeah. It's where we get the word dynamite from. It's just such a great reminder, and I don't know why I needed a reminder, but just a reminder of how powerful the Holy Spirit that we have living inside of us is. And I think we just, we have to remind ourselves of that. Yeah. And I mean, we have the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead in us, you know? Right. And, um, I don't know. I just feel like we could live more victoriously in so many different areas of our lives if we truly understood what we have
1: inside of us. Right. So, that was, so I enjoyed that in last part. I referenced Ephesians uh, chapter one, where it talks about how God's power is immeasurable. And I mentioned all the things that we can measure. Mm-hmm but not God's power it's beyond measure and that power is alive inside of us but where where that comes from in Ephesians chapter 1 is Paul and he he says that he is praying for the saints in Ephesians 1:16 he says i don't give thanks f- i don't cease to give thanks for you remembering you in my prayers and then here here's the prayer that he is praying and remember he's writing to Christians Ephesians is written to the saints who are in Ephesus so not to the lost Not to the uh, sinner, not to those who don't know God. It's written to believers, true believers in Christ. He says, my prayer for you is that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him and having the eyes of your heart enlightened that you may know, and he lists three things that he wants them to know the hope to which he has called you to know what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints and verse three my prayer for you guys is that you would know what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to his great might that he worked in christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all rule and authority and power and do- dominion and above every name that has been named, not only in this age, but also the one to come, and that he has put all things under his feet and given him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And so Paul's prayer for the Christians, he says, I don't cease to think about you. I don't cease to pray for you. And this is what I'm praying, that you would have a revelation and illumination from the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of wisdom, and that it would unlock for you this knowledge. And, you know, knowledge or knowing something is the word that's used in the Old Testament for intimacy, mm-hmm. for sexual relations. So, Adam knew his wife, Eve, and she had a baby. So, it's not just knowledge, head knowledge, it's a knowledge that surpasses information. Mm hmm. It's an experiential knowledge. It's an intimacy that he's saying he wants us to have and that the eyes of our heart would be enlightened so that we could know these things, the hope, the inheritance, and the immeasurable greatness of his power. And so when you say, oh, man, I, I, I needed a reminder, I, I wish that we could always live in that. It's like you have to have a revelation. It has to come from the Holy Spirit, this il- this illumination and You can be a Christian, have your sins forgiven, even be filled with his spirit and still not have this revelation. And so that's what Paul was praying for. And that's what I'm praying for. Mm -hmm. For myself, obviously, I want a greater and greater and greater and greater and greater and greater revelation of that. But also for our church people, you know, we've got elders meeting here in a few minutes. And one of the things that we've been praying for in our elders meetings as of late is that people would get it that that people would just have that revelation of who they are and who they are in Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit in their life that only comes through the spirit of of wisdom which is the Holy Spirit I, I can't turn the light bulb on for people only he can do that but if people could only see who they are in Christ mm-hmm. and what it means to live in relationship to God and that God is good and loving and he's our father. And now we have his spirit and to walk in that man, you know, all of the, the things that we want people to step into the fullness of it. It starts with a revelation of those three things, who Jesus is the hope that we have, the power that we have, the inheritance that we have, but it, it, It's something that the Holy Spirit has to do in our lives and that Paul was praying for these believers that they would have that enlightenment, that revelation. Yeah, it's good. So, amen. Yeah, sorry to preach. No, it's great. But we didn't get any questions this week, so we got to fill the time up with something.
0: We got to put something in here. So I'm trying to think if there's anything to announce here. We got our ladies meeting coming
1: up next Thursday.
0: Next Thursday, February 20th. Got our ladies' meeting, six thirty. It's gonna be a great time. I hope. I think. Yeah, of course. I mean, whenever God's I know people it is. get I'm together, never here to It's always a blessing. Experience it myself. Six thirty
1: next Thursday, the twentieth. Invite a friend, bring a lady. Get people plugged into God's plan and purpose for their life. It's gotta start somewhere. We gotta witness that's what we're called to be, what we're called to do.
0: And then our community groups just
1: kicked off a new New season
0: of new community season groups yeah. to go along with with acts. So if you're if you're listening and you just can't get enough of this, and you want more than the podcast, more than the Sunday morning, looking for something else, I really encourage you to get plugged into a community group. And uh, of course, so- we
1: have a new unit of KBI that has just started. Yes, you can. Well,
0: yeah, you can still join if you're listening to this Wednesday before 7 p.m. Come on out to the church, and uh, what 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 are you teaching in in the New Testament?
1: Uh, I'm actually teaching. We teach the book of Galatians last week. Oh, okay, and the whole book. The whole book, uh, the whole book. <laughs> 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 took me fourteen weeks to preach it on Sundays, yeah, but we knocked it, it out in an hour ish. Uh, we we just kind of ski along the top. We can't really plumb the depths. Mm-hmm. But so it was Galatians last week. This week we're doing Ephesians. So Ephesians, we're doing Ephesians in two parts. Okay. So the next two weeks will be Ephesians. Then we're doing Philippians and Colossians. Man. So we're doing four books in the New Testament. I think they're doing four or five in the Old Testament. It's wow. Quite a immersion. Yeah. Quite a baptism in the Word, which we need. We need to be soaked in, drenched in. Yeah. So if God. you
0: if you're free tonight, as you're listening to this on a Wednesday, come on out to KBI. Check it out. If you're just interested, come check it out. And uh, I believe it's for you if you come. And
1: uh, we got our youth, of course, meeting Wednesday night, ages 12 to 18. And then we got our Celebrate Recovery ministry coming up Friday. Those things are happening all the time. We got a ladies prayer meeting every Friday, intercessory prayer meeting at 10 a.m. Friday here at the church. We got a new growth track session happening Sunday after church. So we got a lot going on. All kinds of stuff going on here. You got a little tease for next week? Yeah, we're going to be talking about how the Spirit speaks, how the Holy Spirit speaks, and how he leads us into making the right decisions for our lives. Man, sounds awesome. Yeah, I'll just give you the punchline now. Okay. The will of God is revealed in the Word of God. Oh, that's good. The Spirit speaks... Through the word. We're going to see that in Acts chapter one as we get into the second half of it. And the disciples are trying to decide who to pick to replace Judas. Yeah. So it's going to be good.
0: We need to start um, on our social media page. We need to start like putting those quotes like on on, uh, Instagram. Yeah. Put that thing there and then Matt Bell. Right. You said something this week. And I was surprised you didn't say it twice, because usually I feel like when you say something and you realize it is good, uh uh-huh. you say it a second time, <laughs> but yeah. you said, uh, Jesus isn't rotting in a grave, he's ruling on a throne, oh wow, and I was like, man why why didn't he say that again?
1: I don't know I, uh, that gosh. wasn't in my notes that that was just uh yeah i i don't I don't even remember saying it, so that's why I probably didn't say it again I see. I wanted to tweet that
0: out. Tweet but it, man! I, I was driving. I was listening to it there's on the still, way home from the rodeo. There's still time. Yeah. Anyway, still fresh. It's only Tuesday. Season five kickoff has been great, man. It's a good episode. Yeah. And uh, and for a great season, no, it's going
1: uh, to be a long one. Yeah. This this whole season is going to be longer than the previous four seasons. Well, yes. Okay. Yeah. There's no doubt. I just
0: didn't know if we were going to break up the season like with. Like if we take a break, I don't think I'm going to take a break.
1: Really, I, I think you're going through before, the summer. I think I'll just go through the summer. Man, that's exciting. Community groups will probably take a break if they want, but uh, there's there's just no way. I mean, it's so long. And I was looking at it today. I was outlining. It's so long. Like I, I'm looking at chapters three and four. They're like a hundred something verses, and they're telling one story. And I'm like, how do I, how do I break this up? So that it makes sense, and anyway, is we're gonna we're gonna be in it for a long. Oh, that's we're great. just in it until that's we good. finish, and I'm I'm under no pressure. I feel no pressure at all to rush through it. That's good, and we'll just just be led by the Spirit. Amen. And hopefully, there's still people coming to Destiny Church when we finally finish the Book of Acts. So, all
0: right. Well, hey, thanks for hanging out with us, and we will. Be talking to you next Wednesday.